Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! The marks on a murdered girl's throat indicated that she could only have been killed while flying through the air. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. When it comes to crimes of violence, you'd think nothing could surprise a man like me. Jerry Browning, private detective. When Wirtz Brothers Combined Circus comes to town, you can find me right there at its first performance, and at as many others as I can steal time to attend. And what I like best about the Wirtz Brothers Circus are the five flying Felipes. For my money, the best high trapeze act in the business. But when I headed for the circus grounds the third night it was in town, what took me there was... murder. Sitting in the police car alongside of me, Lieutenant Dawson of Homicide told me, I called in on this, Jerry, because you once said you knew Angela Felipe. Sure, Dawson, I knew her. But no better than the two brothers and the two outsiders they have working with them. You mean it's not all one family? I shook my head. How many of those troops aren't? They just use a family name. Antonio Felipe runs the act. He's the older brother. Pietro is the younger. They hire Shander Torkel and Jim Malone to fill out the act. Jim Malone, eh? It's the only American name in the lot. <laughs> He'll probably turn out to be guilty. We found the body of Angela Felipe where it had been discovered, on the sawdust floor of the main ring. After the crowd left, she and Torkel and Malone had practiced a new stunt for a while on the high trapeze. An hour later, the two Felipe brothers found her body in the sawdust. She'd been strangled. Dawson, come here, Matt. What'd you find, Jerry? Fingerprints on her throat. Notice anything peculiar about them? The marks are awful strong. Is that what you mean? I shook my head. No. I mean the position of the fingers on the throat. Thumb and fingers all pointing down, as though her throat had been gripped from above. Dawson stared at the marks. Yeah, of course. Jerry, she was strangled up on the trapeze by somebody who, instead of gripping her by the hands, grabbed her by the neck. The marks on a strangled woman's throat indicated that she'd been choked while on the flying trapeze. Tonio Felipe explained how it could be done. It's not difficult. The man, he hangs by his knees. And when, when Angela, she comes from the other trapeze... He's in a grub the wrist. He's across the fingers over the throat from above. Always I tell Angela, someday this Malone, he's gonna kill her. I walked over to Malone. How do you account for what happened, Jim? I don't know what happened, Mr. Browning. Shander Torkel and I were working with Angela on the high trapeze. After a while, Shander left. And then she sent me away, said she wanted to limber up. You admit you were alone with her? Of course I do, but I didn't kill her. Mr. Browning, I, I loved Angela. She she said she'd marry me at the end of the season. Why would I kill her? Dawson had an answer for that one. Because she changed her mind. Her brothers were against her marriage, talked her out of it, so you killed her. Come on, Malone, I'm booking you for murder. Yep, yeah, they booked him the next morning. 
but I wasn't satisfied. Look, Dawson, one of the other members of the troop could have come back after Malone left, one of her brothers, or even this Shander Torkel guy nobody's been paying any attention to. Yeah? Torkel's married, has a wife and three kids in Dayton, Ohio. And the brothers were together every minute of the time. If either one did it, they both did it. And two husky guys don't have to strangle a girl on a high trapeze. They can wait and catch her on the ground. That's right, but Malone is husky too. So why wouldn't he wait until she was on the ground? Because he did it on a spur of the moment. Now get out of here and stop bothering me. I'm busy. I drove on out to the circus grounds. It was still early, and the crowd hadn't begun to arrive yet, though the sideshows with their freaks were already open to catch stray dimes. Tommy Aldean, a concessionaire I knew slightly, came up to me. I hear they booked Malone for Angela's Manor, then, right? I nodded. Yeah. But I'm not convinced he did it, Tommy. Aldean shrugged. Wouldn't blame him if he did. She kept that poor guy in the string for years, promising to marry him so he wouldn't leave the egg, then flirting with half a dozen other guys and all that. That's fine. You've just pushed Malone one step nearer to the chair. Folks, see the Congress of Freaks, the girl with no head, and Tilda, fattest woman on earth, Mr. Tom Thumb Jr., smaller than his pappy, and Big Bill Bullinger, tallest man on earth, stands eight foot seven in his bare feet. I put down my dime, strolled on inside. I watched the sword swallow it, looked at the girl with no head, it was done with mirrors, and stopped before Big Bill Bollinger. He wasn't eight feet tall, even with cowboy's high heel boots, but he was big, around seven feet. And unlike most giants, built in proportion. Big Bill will now demonstrate his strength by bending an iron bar into a horseshoe. He bent it all right. And when I picked up the bar, tested it, that was one stunt not done with mirrors. I hung around until the big show drew the crowd away, then went up to the giant. Bill, it might be a good idea for you to tell me where you were last night after the show. He laughed. <laughs> Ain't nobody big enough to make Big Bill tell anything, Sonny. I laughed, too. <laughs> okay, Bill. But I figure this way. Angela had you on a string, same as Jim Malone and others on the lot. But you aren't accustomed to being dusted off. So, when she got bored with you and told you to run along, you strangled her. You stand mighty high in those boots, and when you strangle a small girl, you reach down to do it. Your fingers pointing downward. You're talking, but you can't prove it. Sure I can. Your fingerprints are on her throat. <clears throat> the punch she threw at me would have killed an ox if the ox stood still long enough. Me, I stepped aside, pulled my blackjack. <clears throat> who am I to trade punches with a guy who claims to be over eight feet tall? The giant was still out cold when the cops arrived. But when he awoke, it took six of them to get him into the wagon. He confessed readily enough. Those fingerprints on Angela's throat convinced him there was no use lying. Uh, there were no fingerprints, of course. Only bruises. But they didn't tell him that for quite a while. And by then, he'd spilled everything, including the fact that he deliberately killed her that way to throw suspicion on Malone. Like I said, it makes no difference which way you approach crime. The way to the cell is always straight ahead.